0: So I've got a tiny mini episode for you this week Um, I hope everyone's been having a good week. I know I've had a pretty good week. Very very busy uh, with all those things that happen to make you busy. Uh, Yeah, specifics. It was a couple of years ago that I was still blaming external events for how I felt. And it was a couple of years later where I realized that actually... The external things weren't actually causing me to feel the way I was feeling and that it was my perspective on the situation which was causing me to feel the way I was feeling. It's, it, it could be seen as quite a subtle realization, but uh, it's really uh, simplified things for me learning that uh, because suddenly I only have one point of reference to look to when I'm feeling a bit off or having a strong emotion like anger, jealousy, anxiety, fear, doubt, you name it. And it's a pretty great feeling when you can come back into yourself, return back into your sense of integrity and know that you're in control of how you feel and that no one else can make you feel any way that you do not want to feel. So I want to explore that a little bit in this episode as it really is a a powerful realization once you begin to experience it. As we're used to using our eyes all the time, our attention is usually external. It's usually outside of us, focused on the conversation we're having, uh, the events which are unfolding before us. And we can have our feelings in our bodies and we're looking outside just because we have our eyes open and without consciously bringing our attention back into our bodies, we will remain uh, externally focused on the event that's unfolding uh, before us. And as we're having the feeling at the same time that the event is unfolding, you can see how easy it would be to... Perceive that the event is causing the feeling we can feel inside our bodies. But if you remove yourself for a second from that equation, from that picture, from that scenario, yes, words are fun, I use all of them, then you, like, what happens to that feeling if you didn't exist but the event was still happening? My question to Myself and everyone is where is that feeling and what is causing it? So in a way, I'm talking about owning our thoughts and our feelings. And it's when we realize that they are ours and no one else's that we are empowered to uh, deal with them, change them, feel them, do whatever we want with them, really our sense of happiness our sense of our just our balanced state of mind is no longer determined by external factors when we completely own everything completely own our experiences internally uh we don't seek to blame any external event or person place thing for how we're feeling we're still left empowered to remove ourselves from an unpleasant situation but we know that that situation has nothing to do with our internal sense of value. I'm talking about two things in this episode. And that is both bringing our attention back into ourselves, but also feeling safe and grounded within ourselves. Feeling a sense of our own integrity in situations which may cause us some discomfort. Or maybe we're anxious about giving a presentation or it could be ending a relationship, it could be asking our boss for a raise. The way I've built this sense of self for myself has been literally as simple as listening to what's going on inside me and really uh, paying attention to it honoring it and if it's an unpleasant feeling and I can see a way to remove myself from a situation which may be causing me to feel unpleasant, I'll do that. I'll remove myself from that situation just by by tuning into my, you could call it inner voice, intuition, feeling of rightness, gut feeling, you choose what you want to call it, but literally just tuning into what you feel like doing in this very moment it could be to hit pause on this podcast because i'm going on for too long or it could be to go outside for a run because you feel like moving your body and that's just what's going on for you so it's just tuning into this this inner voice i'm going to call it for me and taking action on it and it's the action which is so important because when we take action on the voice that we've heard we're validating ourselves and saying, yes, that voice is important and I heard it and I'm going to honor it and it's important. So every time we take action on that voice, we strengthen our selves. We strengthen our, this integrity within ourselves. We build that trust within ourselves and that trust is based in, yes, I can listen to how I'm feeling and I can protect myself, I can remove myself, I can love myself, I can have empathy for myself, I can hold myself, all of these things. And over time, going through all these experiences with yourself, consciously being aware of how you felt and then knowing that you've taken the action appropriate for how you are feeling, this builds up a just a trust. It's the same as if a friend was having a bad year and would come to you crying week after week and every time you offered nothing but comfort and support and listening and open arms. How do you think that friend's going to feel after that year's over and they've gotten through their hard time? They're going to look back at that and there will be a whole wealth of trust built up for you because you have reacted with integrity every single time. And so you can probably see when we ignore this voice by not taking action on it or simply not even listening to it in the first place. I guess that's the same as ignoring. We lose that trust. We lose that trust in ourselves. We are actively um, not listening to ourselves and not taking care of ourselves. So, Why I'm talking about this is if we don't feel we have a sense of integrity, if we don't feel we trust ourselves to take care of ourselves, it's very easy to look for external sources to validate us. I spent probably the first 27 years of my life living like that and just hoping that external events wouldn't get too out of control because if they did, there was nowhere for me to run. There was nowhere for me to hide and I was at the mercy of them. And when they wanted to stop or not, these events, these people, these places, these things, if they remained unpleasant, so would my feelings. And that's how I thought it was. And not until I got to a really tough place when things were getting really rough for me in a relationship I was having at the time, And it wasn't until I realized that I was dependent on external events always kind of going my way in order for me to feel happy. It wasn't until I was literally hit with quite a few uh, unpleasant situations uh, which brought me to a place that was unbearable is probably the word and it forced me to look at why I was feeling so horrible. Uh, it forced me to be like, there has to be another way here. Basically, I was like, hey, I don't think people are meant to feel this horrible. What's going on here? I want to understand what's going on. And with that genuine desire to understand what was going on, I found information which pointed me to look no further than myself. And what I found was that actually when I looked inside, there were these feelings that, I could be with and experience them and experience them in a way where I didn't want them to go away and I also didn't want to have more of them. So I was just literally being with these experiences, but slightly on the side of compassionate listening, if I was to describe it that way. And in this way, in this compassionate listening, I was able to just have the feeling and realize that that feeling was no more than just the feeling. And it wasn't as overwhelming anymore because I let it just have itself and then it passed away. Um, And I was like, whoa, maybe I could use this on some of the really, really big feelings like tremendous fears. And. Uh, anxiety and and doubts, like tremendous self-doubts. What if I used the same technique on those feelings? And it worked every time. It worked every time. And so again, it comes back to awareness and the acceptance of how we are feeling or how we are thinking, that compassionate acceptance. Um, Some people call it equanimity, being equanimous. So you don't you don't have a preference this way or that on which way the feeling goes. If it gets bigger or more intense or if it gets smaller, you're simply being with it. So some of the ways I've I've found the most helpful in coming back into myself have been to come back into myself. And there's a few things I want to share which make this process more helpful and maybe a little bit more clear because you can actually go out and experience these things for yourself and not just take my word for it. Number one, I'd recommend if you want to give this a go and really tune into yourself and sort of get acquainted with what's going on inside you, your inner environment, environment, yeah, one of the things is stop looking in the mirror. And if you have to, just use it for a functional Uh, check maybe there's a giant piece of mud on your face and you're like hmm, I think there's mud on my face let me check oh yeah there's mud on my face let me clean that off before I go to work that's that's allowed Um, but if you're just going to look in the mirror to check yourself out to make sure you're still looking sexy and hot I'd recommend against that because again that's bringing our focus outside of ourselves and focusing more on our superficial appearance so it's just it's it's nothing bad with checking yourself out. I'm just saying for the sake of the week where you want to tune more into yourself and really get a sense of what your yourself is like, just to be and come back into it, I'd recommend not looking in a mirror or not using a mirror to just check yourself out. It may feel a little bit uncomfortable the first few days if you're if you're used to always checking in a mirror, but just notice what happens as you go through that week without looking and checking yourself out. And see what happens to your focus um and also your interactions that that week. It's a really interesting exercise, and I'm not going to tell you what happens because I want you to try it out for yourself and see the other thing that i've that's just been invaluable for me is spending time with myself, making a time every week for at least one hour to go out or stay in whatever I feel like doing and just spend that time doing something I love or something I really want to do and just spending that time with myself and no one else is invited, that's a really important thing and it may help to write a little list, perhaps maybe five things, ten things that you've wanted to do or that that you're interested in doing or something you just already know you love Write that little list so when it comes time to spending time with yourself that week, uh, you can just look at the list and just pick one off the list and you don't have to sit there and think about what's going to happen. If you're really stuck and you don't feel like anything, I'd recommend just get out of the house. Just go and spend some time in nature, walking in a park, walk your dog, walk your cat, and just spend that hour walking in nature. The reason why this helps us to come back into ourselves is that we're doing the one-two punch of awareness and and acceptance. In this case, acceptance is actually taking the action on uh, what we'd like to do. But we need to first sit down, tune into what are the things that we would like to do in that hour. Again, that's bringing our awareness inside of ourselves. And then we take action on that. So it's it's listening to what we would want to do and taking action on that, which equals validating ourselves and equals extra trust points. So more trust equals greater self-integrity and just everything gets a whole lot easier because suddenly with greater self-integrity, we're no longer at the mercy of external events to dictate how we feel or don't feel. And the other thing is Give yourself the space to complete your tasks during the day. There's no need to rush or to pick up after someone or to quickly reply to a text message as soon as it comes in. If that's what you want to do, then by all means do it. But if you're just reacting to that text message thinking, oh, if I don't respond straight away, then maybe they think I don't like them or I'm ignoring them. Oh my God, I hope that doesn't happen. If that's how you feel, just listen to that, be with that, but know that you're all good and that whoever sent you the message can wait until you feel like sending them a reply. And this isn't to be self-righteous. This isn't to get a power play happening. This is literally just tuning back into when you would like to respond to that text message, to that email, to that phone call and doing it on your time. So again, that's building the trust within yourself and that inner listening to know how you're feeling at any certain point and being able to trust that you're going to take action, which is in your favor and taking care of your own needs. Tremendous, tremendous stuff. I've talked about this on a number of occasions during the life of this podcast. This is certainly not the last time. I may even write a book about this at some point, about building this self-integrity because it is just so, so important to basically having a great life. When we are no longer dependent on any external event to feel any way, we are liberated from <laughs> from anyone and anything that makes us feel any way. That's a really big thing to say but it is 100% genuine truth and I urge you to explore that for yourself. Let me know what you think of this mini episode if it has something for you to do things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd also like to say hi to my newest subscribers. Thank you. I don't know who you are yet, but you obviously know who I am. And thank you for joining the mailing list Um, and I look forward to providing value for you well into the future. So with that, I will say goodbye and enjoy your day slash evening, depending on what time it is in your part of the world. All right. Cheers.